In a world in crisis, can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. to a show called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between, except your crazy meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. Oh, it's going to be a tough oh, one today. Oh, it's going to be a good episode. A now, special episode. This is, well, we've, we've been discussing this. It's going to be the first of three special episodes to be spaced out over a period of time. <laughs> the triumvirate. The triumvirate, About as the, we're calling it. The three greatest ills to plague society. So today, spoilers, we're going to be addressing Brexit. Mm. Yeah. Everyone's favourite non-entity of a word. Yeah. Uh, and a future episode will be Donald Trump. Yes. And of course, the third one will be the Sonic the Hedgehog live-action movie. Correct. <laughs> the stain that cannot be erased. So uh, we'll we, be reviewing that upon its release, whatever that may be. Basically, I don't actually know when it is. It gets gradually worse. Yeah. As, yeah. We, as we move through I think the we, We're building up to the, to the biggie. Yeah, starting it's fair to start, say. Let's start easy, guys. Let's start with Brexit. Yeah, I mean, and we we, we should have this hashed out in a couple of minutes. Yeah, it's fine. Say, I mean, yeah. it's not like we need what two years, three no, years. No, I wouldn't have thought so. No, no, no we don't. Not, we no. don't need the percentage difference between the people who couldn't vote at the time and the people who did vote for the Brexit to die. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, a no, lot of people who voted for Brexit are now dead. Yes. Hashtag just saying. And a lot of people who would have voted to remain. On our voting age. Yes. Cheers. It so is I guess fun. that worked out. Um, yeah, so I guess we often say that format is king. However... Oh, sorry, I've started. I've jumped the gun. No, no what, I think the preamp. All, yeah, all yes. I'm basically saying is format is not king uh, today. It's the Wild West today. We've, um, we figured if we didn't record an episode today about Brexit, well, as we well, all know, we're not going to be in the EU in two weeks' time. Exactly. So, we'll have uh, agreed a deal. Uh, Theresa May will be promoted to Queen. And uh, and we will uh, the England will float away from Europe. <laughs> England, the rocket water wheels. The rocket launchers will activate, and we will Leap. take to the skies to Plutonia, yes. Alpha Centauri, the promised land. And we'll, yes. we'll all stand on the white cliffs of Dover and just go like, oh yes, this is much better. Yeah. <laughs> With a cup of tea. <laughs> oh yes, we've done very well. Here. What as the missiles get closer? <laughs> the European army missiles. Yeah. Has anyone else noticed like an odd, um, oddly? like patriotic jingoistic kind of bent to some of the YouTube adverts they've been getting lately oh, or is that just me this is you with your it weird will, like, yeah. social media I tend to media. skip them as much as I possibly I can try. I feel adverts. like I'm patient zero like they're just trying to work yeah, out what you... works on me yeah yeah. because yeah. it's like um, well 52% of the country would in- engage with that kind of content well right? indeed well no I mean maybe it, less it, <laughs> yeah maybe less but it's like and I don't think that age bracket uses YouTube I, I, um, <laughs> yeah true YouTube, um, the my face. I think there's like an advert from like I want to say like Morrison's, which uh, for any of our international listeners is a uh, is a supermarket chain in yes. the UK. Very popular. And it had po- possibly one of the most overtly and subtly xenophobic <laughs> adverts I've ever <laughs> I've ever witnessed in my life. Oh my god, I'm never shopping there again. And it was like. Um, it was like uh, Carol wrote to us saying that you know she was disgusted. Carol it, is now dead. <laughs> it was like Carol, Carol wrote to us saying how disgusted she was that it wasn't British beef being sold in Morrison's or something like that, and we wanted to prove her wrong. So then Carol comes on down to the farm, and I swear, like yeah, if, you listen, if you listen very carefully, I'm like, I'm like, are they playing Land of Hope and Glory like quietly in the background? <laughs> and it's like, the best thing about that is, is British beef has got a fine reputation. Oh. Historically, hasn't oh yeah, nothing, oh, yeah. nothing, nothing bad has ever no. happened, mad or otherwise. No. It's been really good. Yeah, no, it's been it's oh. just been great as far as like I, I can All think. Brit- Britain produces everything as we know, uh, and does it to the highest possible standards. Which so I don't think we need got, anyone else. It's why we've got nothing to worry about. Yeah, no, I think we we've we've coped for years without interacting with the outside world in, in yeah, any not, way, shape, or form. Do you remember? Do you remember two years ago, roughly? I, no, what before everything was on fire. Uh, no, no. What, 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 what? Everyone was like, oh, Brexit's great. It's going to be great. We're going to flourish. We're going to make our own sovereignty. Laws. Sovereignty. We're going to negotiate some really good mm. deals and everything. It's going to be great. Now, the alarm bells should have been ringing before that even. 
But maybe six months later, maybe a day later, but mm. let's go six months later for argument's sake. Yeah, you've had time to sober up. When we went after a big day. When we went when we went from when we went from oh we're gonna flourish to there will be ample food. <laughs> yeah. There will, be, there will be at least enough food for the blood givers. <laughs> That's what someone said. There will be, there will be enough, enough food. A large Brexit. enough percentage will survive. Yeah. <laughs> For us to rebuild. But there comes a point where... There will be apples. There, there does come a point where you're like, we, we've, we like, every time you see a headline and you think, oh, it can't possibly get worse than that. And then it's like today they're like, oh, the Ministry of Defence is making plans for underground bases <laughs> in old nuclear bunkers to plan... For the crisis yeah. in the event of, of no deal Brexit. <laughs> it's like, was it you who was telling me about the fact that they were planning traffic jams, the inevitable traffic jams that are going to occur at the various Jesus. ports that we yeah. used to import food yeah. from? So they actually tried to create fake traffic jams yes. to assess how well we were going to cope with it. And not only were we not going to cope very well at all, sure. but they failed at setting up a decent traffic jam. Yes, as well, well, did they? There was a reporter. That's the only thing we do. <laughs> <There> was... <laughs> That's what we export, is traffic. There was, oh. a reporter, there was a reporter live tweeting it saying, I'm now in a queue in... I'm in, I'm in a queue in Kent, queuing to get to an official queue, which is being organised by the government. Oh. I love the idea that people want to be part of that queue. Like, oh, you, you, you heard... Down the road, they're doing a fake queue to try out queues for the future. Who wants to be like, part of the Brexit queue? A post-Brexit queue, and we can try it out for the, for the first time. You know, I can imagine queuing for uh, 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 the release of like a new movie or like a video game mm. launches at midnight. Imagine queuing to get into a queue to be the first to queue in a, in a new kind of queue that's going to appear post-Brexit. What a time to be alive. You've got to do something until Brexit. I mean, I guess. You might as well queue. Especially because everything's on fire. Like, what the fuck else are we going to uh. do? I hate the, that word as well. I've come to hate the word Brexit. 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 Oh. The word Brexit. It's just like nails on a on a blackboard now, except much worse, and yeah. it could kill me. For the longest time, that was a kind of like a smug, because I, uh, I think I've been old enough now to see like I've lived long enough to witness like a trend in the news. Oh sure. And oh, I, yeah. I feel like I was kind of just starting to take aware, be be aware of this kind of stuff around the time of like a fun topic but the Iraq war hey. you know and I remember like, a simpler time wasn't it <laughs> I remember <laughs> we used to just kill people I remember that when that standard. broke out it was kind of like the, the media were almost like oh shit hot yeah like, this is a thing it's a war in our time which we can we can record we can sell newspapers with yeah like and, and live coverage of the whole thing and then you oh, start yeah. getting infographics and yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like the moment um, you, you know uh, the vote came in that oh the British public on mass, want to leave the EU. There's uh, <laughs> something like, how can we package this up? How can we get like two years of decent news coverage out of this? Oh, it's going to be a great big carnival of horrors. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to write itself. Oh, Brexit. Oh, Brexit. Snappy. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. branded it. I wonder who came up with that. And that's good. Let's go find him. Some homework. Let's somebody go find him. him. Someone was very proud of that. Yeah. yeah. We're only eight minutes in. Do you want to, meet, <laughs> do you want to go f- back for the last week or not? <laughs> Well, um, what's um... the last few days? We've obviously had the uh, leave march. I think it's worth talking about why we're doing the episode now. Oh, let's do that first. Because how do you respond to the argument that politics should be kept out of things? That you should never show your hand? Well, it depends what the thing is. Yeah. Doesn't it, surely? Like, I mean, but also, what do you mean? Like, so you shouldn't ever talk about politics as an entertainer of any kind. I think as an entertainer, yeah. Like, because I, I, I don't want to, we're not entertainers. We're just three idiots sitting around a table. Oh, well, with the exception of Nick. Yeah. Two, two idiots <laughs> and an entertainer. Did you just talk about Lorraine <laughs> Kelly today? Oh, God. Yeah, let's talk about Lorraine what? Kelly. What? No, I don't know. Let's, let's, let's segue about... to Lorraine yeah. Kelly quickly. Oh, sweet. Lorraine Kelly, who some people may know from Good Morning Television. Yes. And other such programmes has avoided a £1.2 million tax bill today. Oh, good for her. Because she says she falls into the bracket of a theatrical performer playing a character on morning television called Lorraine Kelly. That's marvellous. And she's got out of a £1 million plus tax bill. If we all say... In this room, so technically, we're characters. I'm a, I'm a very happy-go-lucky yeah, kind of guy. I'm playing the role of Nick, who's like a sort of deliberately stupid but also lovable idiot mm. who talks without any sort of knowledge and expertise. And you're actually Chris... Yes. And I'm actually John playing Chris. Ironically. Whereas I will be assuming the role of Turnip Joe. Yes. So lo- a lovable, lovable rapscallion. He'll clean your windows, but he might steal your ladder. <laughs> he might leave some turnip grease on some things. <laughs> anyway, that was a little segue. Mm. Yeah, well, 
There's this whole thing, yeah, about keeping the argument that would say, like, you know, keep don't get political, keep politics out of things. Um, That said, that's maybe the kind of mindset which a few years ago would have been fine. Sure, I feel like we live in an era now where you almost do need to take a stand about certain things. And if you, yeah, I'm almost like I've gotten to this point where my life is a near constant state of anxiety and dread about Brexit. And I'm not even one of the people who stands to be worst affected by it. No, no, no. Uh, and I'm like, I feel somebody should be held accountable yeah. for this. Yeah, like, our, our lives have become some kind of this grotesque charade of things we have no control over. Yeah, have yeah. you noticed? Right. Yes. That literally, in the week after Brexit, let's go, let's rewind again. In the week Do the heart noise. In the week after Brexit, every fucker who won resigned. Yes. yes, every single yeah. one of them. Nobody wants nobody, it. Nobody wins and then resigns. No. Nobody. No. In the history of politics, mm. apart from this, alarm bells should have been every, blaring at that every point. Every person who has shouted the loudest about how well they could handle it have not been in charge. Mm. Funny People that. like UKIP have, have, you know, you could argue, contributed massively to the the sort of public hysteria around it at the time, yeah. and yet are nowhere near being actually in control of any of this stuff. So they have this immense power to just go, that's not what I'd have done. Uh, if I was doing it, I'd have got a deal by now. This or I wouldn't have got a deal at all. Yeah. This initially was an eaten pissing contest. Yes. Mm. The whole thing. There's old photos of Cameron and Johnson. The I'm not going to call him Boris, and I'll come to that later. Yeah, the Bullington... Club, There's all photos club, yeah. of them, and you can tell they're for all joshy-joshy friendly rivalry. It's bollocks. They've marched the country off a cliff for the sake of their Eton pissing contest. Yep. That's the start of this whole shambles. Yeah. Is that that is it? Yeah. You know, it's it's insane. And I mean, you, is it just kind of generally accepted that they didn't want to win? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's this fit. They never. They definitely. It's pretty think clear. They did. I mean, you take Cameron for example. Like, he offered the referendum purely as a way to get in. Yes, and, it, and he and put it in his manifesto to appease these other Tories, obviously the likes of Johnson and whoever. Yeah, the, e, the and also ER, to grab the UKIP vote. You got like the ERG, yeah. European Research Group, which is the little party run by Rees Mogg. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like it's like an unofficial group. There's also like I, he's done very well out of Brexit. Well, it's, it always, you know, finally it's the rich white man's turn. Not even, it's not even <laughs> happened yet, and he's got seven million up. So that's pr- that's pretty good. <laughs> the curious thing about Reese Mogg is it's like, just a coincidence. However, probably a coincidence. However rich you think he is, you're not quite there yet. Like <laughs> double it. This man is astonishingly rich, powerfully and rich, always has been. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of incredible. But it's like there's his group, the ERG. Right. There's another group whose name eludes me, but they're called something like. The eighteen twelve committee. These it, both sound like horrifying. Yeah, it's, it's it's like a it's like a year. Yeah. And what's crazy, and again, just about like our political system, because uh, you know you don't vote for a prime minister. You arguably don't vote for a party. You're just voting for an individual who happens to be. But it's like the uh, the prime minister uh, of our conservative government, mm. which has been that way for several years now, uh, are very much. Uh, Kind of they they have to keep those groups happy. Yes, these yeah. people who are not in the cabinet, they're backbenchers, but they command a lot of like sway. Yeah, they command a lot of sway. So it's like if you want your party and donate a lot of money. Yes, we should, we should say. So we if should, you, we should definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want your party to stay together, if you want that kind of cohesion, which is ironic, really, considering where we are now. Yeah. <laughs> but in the spirit of cohesion and unity, which is what Brexit is really all about. Yes. Oh, it really yeah. is about that. Job. You have to keep those people happy. Yeah, yeah. And it, you want them votes. So time and time again, the Prime Minister, ra- rather than reaching out to the wider uh, government, yeah, well, not government, the wider parliament, has repeatedly just turned inwards to those lunatics, Yes, frankly. The fringe lunatics. Yeah, yeah. And, and pandered to them. So the referendum is like, oh yeah, we'll have a referendum. Yeah. And it'll keep the it'll keep the weirdos happy. Yeah. But they'll never win. No. They'll never like they'll never win. Oh, oh, oh shit. Johnson, yeah. Farage, etc. wanted to make as much noise as possible to get as much airtime as possible before this all went away. Yes. After the referendum. They conceded the referendum the same night they won it. Yeah. They conceded it. And then, yes, and then somehow, and they don't even know probably now to this day, they've won. Yeah. Mm. And then they all ran away. Mm. However, let me rewind slightly again, because David Cameron should not be allowed to get away scot free from this. Oh, no. Tell me, John, where is David Cameron now? Um, I think, didn't he retire to uh, a farm? 
in the country. Uh, yeah, raising and he, he animals. Uh, yes, and he's got a gauntlet that he that he keeps there <laughs> with six stones. <laughs> um, but the point is, nobody really knows. Yeah, the man who marched us all off a cliff. Yeah. Is he's nowhere to be seen. He started all of this. He started all of this for a quick fucking vote. Do you know what's really odd? The, the really odd thing about David Cameron is, it's like, he's a man who stood for nothing. Like, yeah. he, he's not even... Because he was so willing to compromise something he didn't believe in. Like, he didn't believe in leaving mm. the EU. And he was so willing to put that in as yeah. his, as his part of his vehicle with which to rise to power. Instead, it's become his legacy. Yeah, hilariously, which I think he's genuinely embarrassed about. Yeah, I should I, hope I, so. Yeah, and I wonder if, and I, I'd like to guess that he probably would. If he could do it again, he'd say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that. I was... Um, I hope so. This, I kind of thought so, yeah. It's really, like, they're talking about... So, in, in the last week, uh, so Theresa May has failed twice to bring... Is it only twice? <laughs> that's like well, day that's I get a, a news alert saying they didn't like a deal. Well, she's <laughs> failed twice to bring through her... Deal. One of the deals was just a picture of a flower in wax crayons. Yeah, so. just logos. <laughs> no, no one actually read it. <laughs> like it's, it's, so she failed twice. Yeah, that's with her own deal. Her, her deal. And then no deal has failed, obviously. Uh, yeah, they've discounted the they, possibility of a but, no deal. But this is like, I feel we could. We're we, running out of options. I feel we could spend two hours talking about the insanity of that. Where yeah. oh God, it's they're just like, like, we voted, we voted against the deal. Okay, fine. We've also voted to reject no deal. Okay, fine. Great. So what then? <laughs> if I was at EU, I'd be like just sitting in a corner drinking very heavily. It's like, I think when, they might when, when, when you're ready. She was going to put a very similar deal to a vote again. Sure. And the Speaker of the House. Yes, let's talk about that. John Burko. Burko, oh, yes. Yeah. Said, no, you're all right. Yeah. We'll leave that. Because he... And he's now being accused of obstructing Yeah, it. this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. mad thing. Because he... Because they're talking about this as a constitutional crisis because... John Burko prevented the government from repeatedly until the end of time putting the same bill through until people vote for it. So she puts it through, says, here's my deal. And Parliament goes, actually, we hate that. She loses by like 273 votes to one or something like the that. Two, the two that she's put pretty forward. Close, yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> have, been, have been beaten by the, the highest margin and the fourth highest margin of any serving prime ministers, any any proposal they put forward, wow, ever. her two yeah. ever her two proposals. Well, one of her party did say that they think that Theresa May may be the worst prime minister in the history of prime ministers. She's, that might be true. I'm yeah. not going to sit here and defend Theresa May. No. However, she has been dealt an incredibly rough oh, yeah. hand. No, she absolutely has, and certainly because she didn't believe in that either. Well, the the thing it's is, just, so yeah. now they're angry now. Uh, they're angry now because they're saying Burko has invoked a constitutional crisis because he's prevented the government from doing what it wanted to. Sure. However, well, nothing to do with the MPs who would definitely have rejected it. No, I mean he's. <laughs> but but, I mean let's just let's just think about that for a minute. So it's okay. It's, that it's okay for the government to keep voting on the same thing until they oh, get the answer they won't yeah. but apparently putting it back to the people is completely That's out of the destruction of democracy John what what do you yeah if you didn't get the result you want you're just going to go again but it's amazing so, isn't it it's astounding it's, it's amazing <laughs> hypocrisy at work so, he, so he, he's invoked a 400 year old rule called Erskine May ironically enough uh, that is ironic. which basically means that the government can't keep saying the same thing until people are just so fed up that they, <laughs> vote, that they vote for it yeah but interestingly, he could have saved a lot of time if he'd done that two years ago. <laughs> maybe, oh my god, maybe this is just a massive Kobayashi Maru. Like <laughs> it, it, ca it can't be solved. <laughs> There's no way to. Well, You've got to crash the ship into the Klingon homeworld. That's that's not what they did. That, <laughs> but wouldn't that be? I mean, like balls of steel to everyone involved. But if that's literally <laughs> the plan, is that we've made it so utterly insane for three years yeah. that it just doesn't happen? Yeah. Because oh my god, yes, you've almost. What if that's true? What if there's some weird, like, large-scale filibustering going on here? What, is it's it... just like, let's just make it so complicated it can't possibly happen, and no one can be blamed for it. What, like, we, we flash forward, like, two months, and they're basically going, like, because of the uh, political impasse, we've had to cancel Brexit, and they're just going to look, and then, like, they're just going to look at, yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and like, everyone just points each other with sunglasses on. They could just do all this. They could just go... Thanks for the referendum, people of England and Scotland. And advisory, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your directive. Uh, we've explored all the possible avenues, and it turns out that we cannot achieve this. It just can't be done. In a, in a short, medium, or long-term manner that benefits the country as a whole. So we're just going to knock yeah. it on the head. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. 
But these are things like it can't be. It, it, it the reality that was sold when they go. Well, that ship sailed oh, yeah. hundred years. Ago. They go like, okay, we're gonna have a referendum to leave the EU, and it's gonna be like that, and and then suddenly we'll have all that money back, and it'll oh, be great. great. That oh, is impossible. Know, yeah. that, that, that was just never, like that was be why done. I didn't vote for it because I knew that was never yeah. on the table. Thing is, there were enough people. Let's talk about the people because it's your fault as well. <laughs> you listener, enough, listen up. <laughs> enough people didn't know what the fuck they were voting for. No, no. That made a difference in that referendum. I don't care what anybody says. That is true. That is a fact. Yes. Enough, I, did, I know. Enough, I didn't. I didn't understand it. A to the degree I do now, certainly and B not. certainly I don't understand it to the degree of others now. I yeah. wouldn't pretend that no, I no, do. No, no, no. And also, I mean, there was perhaps some people who were just voting in a very contrary manner. It's the same. It's the same yes. way that it's the same thinking we got Trump into power. They were mm. so fed up with the status quo, yeah. which was pretty crap. Change is good, right? But like anything's better yeah. than continuing as we are. Yeah. Having said that, having said that, <laughs> I would be willing to wager that a load of people who voted to leave the European Union thought that we'd be out in a fortnight and there'd be a big wall up around the country. Yeah. In a fortnight. Yeah. Done. Job done. Right, we're I done. So. Out, out we go. True. I, to be honest, I didn't realise that even even at the time of the referendum that it was going to be as far away as it was. Yeah. And I thought that it would be, it would just happen. There mm. would be a sort of click of the fingers and it would be done. Yeah. I did not... Although I thought that the task was practically impossible, I thought that the bastards would find a way. That's literally what yeah. my, my ultimately they was. gave an option to the nation that wasn't available. No, it just doesn't exist. Appar- it, Correct. It, appears. Yeah. It, it, it appears. It just doesn't exist because, and I, I do not know why. Well, I think I know why, but it's like um, that this this thing leaked out of the EU a few weeks back. And everyone's like, oh, look at like this secret plan which has come out of the EU. The European army. Yeah, well, no, it was like, <laughs> it was like, this is how the EU considers Britain. And it was like this big hoo-ha. And it's a like, bunch of no, 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 no. It wasn't, well, yes, but yeah. but like, it, this is not a secret. This was presented to, the, to Britain like a yeah. couple of years ago. It's basically like a chart mm. showing the various relationships you can have with the EU. Where right. on the left you're um, a member, oh, right, yeah. and on the right you're not, not and you have no relationship. <laughs> and it says like so you either remember, and it's like great, and you accept the three core principles of the EU. It's like free movement, free movement of people, yeah, free movement of goods, right, yeah, and like free movement of services. I think I've got that wrong, but it's basically like these are the things. Definitely goods and people, I think. Yeah, like, these are things which can go anywhere in the EU. But it's like okay, so. Next stage down, you've got like a, a Norway situation. Like right. Norway isn't in the EU, but they're bound by the same trade laws, but they don't get to vote on things. But you still have to have the free movement of... Because yeah, like, yeah. if you want to be part of the EU or be so close to the EU, that's practically indistinguishable. You have to... It's like core principle shit. It's like, it's, like it's, it's emblazoned on the wall. Look, like, yeah. guys, you can be in the club... But there's three things you have if to be you zoom okay on, with. Zoom in on the circle of yellow stars. It says it in time. Yeah, li- literally, <laughs> like, it's written there. So we can't do that because Theresa May is like, no, 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 we we will not accept the free movement of people. That- and the EU is like, well, you, well, okay, well, what's the next step down? So you start working down all these steps, and it's like, okay, what if we're like Switzerland and Switzerland get uh, some of the benefit, like. They get some of the benefits, they're bound by all the rules, but they don't, they don't get, get to vote. They don't get any say yeah. in anything, but they still have free movement of people. But we don't want the free movement of people. <laughs> okay, let's go down. Well, okay, well, let's go down. So you start going down. Okay, what if you're like uh, Trinidad and Tobago and you have like like this loose trading relationship Comedy with the EU? <laughs> like we wave at each other in the corridor. Like, are you okay with that? And uh, they still have the free movement of people. It's like, no, no, we don't want that. Let's go lower. So literally, there, go is, deeper, nowhere go to, there is nowhere to go. So all these people were looking at this slide going, this proves that the EU is forcing us out. We are on the same sort of scale now as the lost city of Atlantis. <laughs> Notionally fictional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. May or may not actually exist. The EU, Must be a joke. The EU will only refer to us in stories and songs around a fireplace, you know. And That's I, the only memory that will exist of us anyway. It's just baffling. Yeah. And you look at the amount of like Brexit secretaries who quit. Have you noticed how they've all, yeah, quit? Yeah. Because they go like, it's the impossible job. Yeah. Because they go like, 
well, we're, we're going to get all the goodies from being in the EU, and we're going to get a vote on matters, but we're not going to pay the membership fee, and we're not going to allow anyone to uh, move into our country without... Uh... It's, like the, it's like the alchemy ministry. It's like, right, um, we just need to assign an alchemy minister who's just going to turn some lead into gold. Oh, sure. Oh, oh, turns, out, be good, turns out that can't be done. Fire him. Let's get another guy. Can yeah, turn the, that the next guy's waiting in the wings going, I, I, I have strong it's, feelings about I know, I lead into gold. This guy <laughs> says he thinks lead can be made into gold. Appoint him. A week later, can't be done. Can't be done. Uh, like, categorically, guys, can't be done. No, no, I can do it. Oh, okay, get him in. We gained, like, a new universities minister for, like, a couple of weeks. Then he resigned when he learned that uh, <laughs> we wouldn't be part of the European space programme anymore if we left the EU. Well, the doy. Who thought? Yeah, yeah I mean, good that, God. I mean, European well, is in the word. Thankfully, the UK space programme is very strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I set fire to a stick the other day and that went first. <laughs> I think any of our rockets... It's a up. new record. <laughs> Smash cut to a bin in a field. Outstanding. <laughs> We're yeah. nearly there. With the union flag on the side of it. <laughs> the whole thing has shone a light on how arrogant this country is. Oh, we are astonishing. We are a piece yeah. of shit we nation. Are. I'm sorry, we are. People keep saying, oh, the, the European Union need to come back to us with something. No, they don't. No, they really no, fucking no, don't. They are yeah. fine. They will be fine. Yes, we are a fairly large economy, but they're going to be fine. Yeah. We know they're going to be fine. I have no idea Don't why they need to come okay. to us. Well, here's the thing. Did you know, fun fact, the the Brexit which was sold to people on the side of buses... You know, I let's wonder leave, how long it would take us to say bus. Let's, yeah. let's leave EU. It's going to be great. Did you know that could not possibly exist in any reality post-1997... So after we signed the Good Friday Agreement, yeah. which, you know, brokered a wonderful mm. peace in Ireland, <laughs> it just... Which we're intent on destroying. Which we're intent on destroying. It, it, just, it just does not exist anymore. Because from that moment on, we, we maintained a hard land-based border with the EU. Yeah. And, and Ireland, we have a responsibility to Ireland. So we're going like, oh, the EU are... EU, they're just bullying us. They're picking. No, I'm sorry to say, we might be the bad guys here. Yeah. And the EU is actually protecting the rights of Ireland. So we're saying that, like, oh, the EU is this horrible monster. It just consumes the rights of the individual countries. Like, well, actually, the EU is standing up yeah. for an individual country called Ireland, which is being picked on by a very unfeeling country called the United Kingdom, yeah. which is trying to shaft them. Like for lack of a better word, there isn't a better word. So no, keep going, true. like, oh, can't, we can't have a backstop. We can't, we can't have anything which will protect the Irish border. Why not? <laughs> yeah. If I was Irish, I'd be livid. I'd yeah. be absolutely livid. God. Tell me about Irish listeners. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah, so the, sorry. The, the thing is, there's no, there's no magic money tree, John. Obviously, mm, no. And that, that's not, why no. one billion pounds went to the uh, DUP in Ireland mm. to make sure the Conservatives got in after they botched their last general election. Yes. Mm. No. That is the equivalent in football terms of losing a home game, cup final, 3-0 to your nearest rivals. <laughs> that, that general election. Did you all notice, so notice, speaking of democracy, oh, please, yeah, democracy is very important to this whole process. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the current Prime Minister wasn't actually elected when she took the job. No. It's interesting that, isn't it? That we didn't actually vote for her, but we got her. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That's it, interesting. It is actually. odd. And it, I, that kind democracy. Of, yeah. That, that Democracy's does, great, though. I love democracy. But it does kind of get closer to um, the constitutional crisis, which does exist. It's not because John Bur Burko stopped the government doing what he wanted to do. There is a constitutional crisis here because... Basically, the thing is, John. Yeah, sorry. Please, please, no, 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 please. If yeah. I came round your house, please, I and I shit you. on your floor, mm. and then I came round your house a week later and I shit on your floor again, mm -hmm. and both times you said, "Please don't shit on my floor," <laughs> you would be within your rights to say to me a third time when I came over, in advance, no, no, I would rather today you didn't shit on the floor. You came mm. round bottomless, and I and shit. I would say, "Oh, that's fair enough, John. Not I'm going to put you on the front page and call you a monster." Mm. <laughs> yes, no, it's, it's a fair, it's a fair point. Yeah. Okay, but look, we have we have a parliament. We have a parliamentary system. It's old, it's roughly, stupid. Roughly speaking. We're, uh, we're not a republic, no. so we don't have a senate, we don't have a congress, we still have a constitutional monarch, so we have a queen who rules over us. Mm. The queen has been about as unsubtle as she can be about what she thinks about all this, by the way. She wore like a Brexit flag hat into parliament. <laughs> it's like, it's blue hat with like yeah. yellow dots on it. Oh that is as unsubtle as the queen gets. That's very true. So... We're not a dictatorship, incredibly. Not yet. Okay. We're not a dictatorship. Give it time, John. Okay, give, it, give time. it time. So, we had a referendum, which is where our parliament, whose job it is to, for better or for worse, I think we can all agree they're far from perfect, <laughs> to argue stuff out. 
But we had a referendum. And the referendum is meant to deliver a clear, decisive thing. Yes. The country has spoken. Or the, they want this. You know, the country's spoken. Well, I mean, however many turned out to vote, like the 36% or whatever he turned out to vote. But, you know, the country has spoken and bang, we want to leave the EU. So there is a constitutional crisis here because for the last two years, Parliament has been left with a very difficult decision where they're like, well, we're elected officials, elected to make decisions on behalf of the country, but we've completely bypassed us by having a referendum. So what is our purpose? Yeah, true. Well, they had to have a vote, didn't they? Yes. And there was so much pressure on them to go with the referendum. Yeah. Even though that was, as we keep saying, not legally binding. And also the funny thing is, if they had gone with the referendum, that would have meant that, that half of them would have disagreed. Anyway, so they would have, again, like, they, yeah. they have to mimic the country, do they, then? So that's, um, that's but in, yeah. in, when you're doing, say, Theresa May's vote to put her deal through, there has to be more of a gap than, let's say, four MPs. Yeah, mm. true. Yeah, you need, like, but it's like, what is your, it's an interesting point, though. What is your job? If you're an MP and your town, yeah, cons- your constituency, voted overwhelmingly to leave, but you think that's a bad idea, what do, what do you, you do? do? Yeah. Like, Cheltenham, where we are, voted to remain. Yeah, Cheltenham is actually a... Um, an RM- is that right? Yeah, yeah and Alex are. Chalk, our MP, voted to leave. Right, so... What... Because he likes doing the party line. He is, I don't believe he's ever voted against what the party whip is. Funny that. Yeah. That's an apolitical statement. I'm just. That's a fact. That's yeah. just a fact. I saw that's him cycling a... down the road the other day, Alex Chalk. Did you throw his statement into I, his re- And I regret, yeah, I regret <laughs> tripping him over <laughs> regret it no. no the um but yeah this is apparently uh there haven't been many referendums in in the uk's history there was one in the 70s which i think also related to i'm gonna get this wrong now but vaguely in the 70s and it related to joining the common market the, wasn't yeah it, joining the common then. market yeah. yeah and the referendum was like yes and mm. mps were like yes and roughly by the same uh, proportion. Oh, interesting. So the referendum was completely in line with the will of Parliament. Okay. Then there was a referendum uh, in the last ten years for proportional uh, representation oh, in Parliament, yeah. which I think is a crying shame that, that didn't go through because we wouldn't quite be in the mess we're in now. No that... surprises why it didn't, though. Yes, indeed. Uh, but and and sadly, uh, only thirty percent of the population said yes. So 70% overwhelmingly were like, no, we don't want proportional Mm. representation. And Parliament was the same. This is the first referendum in modern history where they've differed massively. Interesting. Where it's like 70% of Parliament wanted to remain in the EU, whereas, of course, as we... As as we've seen, like a very narrow margin. Is that right? right? Yeah, it's true. I didn't know that. Yeah, and no, this is this the, the facts. Um, is they've done they've done yeah, but I've looked at the data and it's it's interesting because there is a disparity there. So Parliament mm. are now like, what, what do we do? do what yeah. do we do? Uh, and I, I don't keep going back to John Burko, but after Theresa May's statement a couple of days ago, where she's like, this isn't my fault. The people want to leave. It's the will of the people. It's Parliament's fault that this hasn't happened. And he had to go to Parliament and he had to say, none of you are traitors. It, it is your job as a member of Parliament to vote for what you think is right this or is, wrong. I think, you're, yeah. Yeah, I think you're nailing something here because like, this will of the people has been used as a defence. Mm. Like this idea that well, we can't possibly betray what was said in the referendum. And it's like you are physically capable of doing that. Because, as we've discussed before, it was advisory. Yes, you may not get a great amount of publicity for it, but maybe stand by with what you believe in on some level. You know, we do vote these leaders in to lead the country because, on the one hand, we believe that they are more equipped with more knowledge and experience and understanding Mm. to do it. Because we, if you chucked me into Parliament right now, I wouldn't have any idea what the greater ramifications of something I might say would have. So we have to, on some level, trust that they know better than we do Mm. on some level. Yes, we gave them our opinion, but it is advisory. Bottom line, it was advisory. It is worth pointing out that a week before the referendum, an MP was murdered by an extremist... Oh, for defending okay. for her views. Yes, because they were leave, and obviously she was remain, and other other obviously opinions and whatever came into that. But there is almost a fear now that you're going to end up on the front page of the Daily Mail being called a traitor of the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. When, oh, yeah you and are. I don't blame them for being scared. Well, no, I mean, they yeah, are. true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you, I mean, the problem is like when you start talking about fascism. People go like, oh, you're, you're, you're leaping towards very 
ugly really terms extreme, there. Yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. But it's like when the judges, when like the Supreme Court, oh, yeah. a couple of years ago now, when the Supreme Court said, hang on a minute, it's for law, the referendum is not legally binding. You have to agree as a government. Parliament has to have a vote on this. Yeah. And, the, and when the Daily Mail mm. published pictures of all of them and said, enemies of the people, yeah. that's terrifying. Yes. That is... Monstrous. That terrifies me because that is the language of fascism. That's that's, that's terrifying, is yeah. it not? Yeah. Well, I think in this There's country, not a lot more you can say, is there, about... The closest wow. we have to fascists is the Daily Mail. It's yeah. one of the worst things on the fucking face of the planet. That newspaper is one of the worst things... I know of that exists today. Oh, it's, it's monstrous. Yeah, it's absolutely monstrous. And I, and I will yeah. not tolerate it when people refer to like, oh, the press is shit anyway, or, or all newspapers are shit. To some extent, yes, that's true. They're all opinionated toe rags. That's a fact. But the Daily Mail is actively, disgustingly vicious and violent. It is it is a it is a stain on us as a civilization, and it needs to be removed. Yeah, it's... it's Fundamentally awful. It's grotesque. And it's also like, it's not as if... We, we, we're very good at... And we're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. Like, I see things on social media and go like, oh, I read it, therefore it's yeah, true. Yeah. Or it aligns with what I agree with. So that mm. becomes my... It becomes like my soapbox. My, my truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then you've got to be savvy enough, or one has to be savvy enough to... If you're going to be... My lover. Yeah. If you're going to be convictive about that, or you've got to know it don't just read it and then go oh yeah it's an opinion and too many people do that yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll read something and go with absolute conviction that is a fact and then if you question them oh what makes you say that or oh if, what 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 information have you got that backs that they'll just go oh I saw it on Twitter yeah, yeah. or they'll hot guy three two one tweeted it <laughs> oh I love guy. hot guy yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's a dish he is dishy as fuck I mean just just because a sign of like the bizarre life we find ourselves in at the moment uh today uh this petition launch mm. uh where, where you know you it's can, very convenient for this podcast you can go to uh the government website and you can uh sign a petition an official petition to say revoke article 50 let's not leave the eu is this the first time we've had this as an official petition incredibly yes I think it's uh or maybe there have been early ones we just haven't heard about it okay but as of i think five PM today, 1.2 million people had signed it. Wow. So you only have to hit 100,000 and the government has to debate it oh, in Parliament. Wow. So that could that could be nothing more than somebody standing up and go, what do we think about this? And everyone going, no. <gasps> and then they go, okay, fine. Yeah, like, sure, but it, has to, it has to be acknowledged. Yeah. But because there's so much activity, the website kept crashing. Right. So a... A Twitter bot whose previously its only purpose had been to tweet uh, dick jokes Brilliant. Brilliant. was reprogrammed to tell you what the standing count was uh-huh. and how many people had voted. <laughs> and it's something like, this is the hero we need, like, <laughs> not the hero we deserve. So I've been following this bot all day. Uh, we'll just, like, every, legendary bot. Every few seconds just go like, uh, yeah, 900,000 people have voted. Uh, you know, a million people have voted. You know, like, just, that's it. Like, and every now and then it's like, oh, and dicks as well. And, oh, this, yeah. is, and, this, and this is where we've got to. Like, this is like, I'm looking to a dick bot. Dick bot is telling you political information. <laughs> that restores an element of faith in my, in my book. Yeah. Hey, dick bot for prime minister. That's what I say. Oh, man. I appreciate the intention of this petition, and I probably will sign it yeah. because I agree with it. I probably will as well. I haven't yet. However, mm-hmm. we already know that enough people dispute leaving. Yeah. I don't know what difference it makes. I don't well, if do, I'm honest. What do Parliament know? I, I guess ha- is the question. I, I have signed it, and I don't think it's going to make it any difference no, at all. And I, and I will sign it and I think you've got to do something. Yeah, do it's you, worth signing to be Do what you can. Well, because they keep saying, like, engage in political processes. Like, I have. Yeah. Time and time again, I didn't vote for this. Like, Democracy I, doesn't stop at a vote. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like... I, and, and if it did, we'd never have another general election. Exactly. Everyone's saying, like, oh, we can't have another referendum. We can't do this. I mean, frankly, they're not going to at this point. I'm not, yeah, um, I mean, this plays into something I was going to raise as, as a hate, specific hate, mm. is, is the term Ramona is the idea that anyone who continues to talk negatively about the fact that they didn't get the result they wanted from the referendum is moaning about it. Oh, like, yes. No, no, no. That's political discussion, mate. Just because you like you got everything you wanted. You, like, I'm talking to a lever now. Like, why do you have such a problem with us discussing slash being upset about something that didn't go the way we want it to go when it mm. affects everyone and everything? Like, 
yeah, of course, of course we're going to keep talking about it because that's fucking democracy, my friend. Yeah. My good chum. There have been protests since the dawn of time. Yeah. For things and, that against laws, people get sometimes they get them, sometimes they don't. Yeah, that is free will. There was a time yeah. when the law stated that women couldn't vote, and people protested. The law yeah. said it. The the thing that we're being told right now to just accept at face value because oh well, the people have spoken, the laws have spoken. This is how it is. No, 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 no. It, it, it used to be like that when the world was disgusting, and we changed it by talk by moaning. That's how we yeah. fucking changed the world. We're gonna keep moaning, you absolute fucks. Yeah. It's just going to keep happening. I'm sorry, I'm doing Come it now. No. But also, it's like the referendum did not explicitly say... It was not a referendum saying, vote yes if you would like to leave the EU on the 27th of March, 2019. At 3.24. That, is not, that was not the referendum. It's like, even today, people are going like, oh, you know, if people should stop. People should stop. What referendum this? You know, <laughs> petition that. You know, brr. You know, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> you know, just uh, respect the vote. Respect the vote, man. Just respect the vote. Yeah. We, we, we voted to leave on the 27th of March. No, you didn't. No? You voted to leave the EU and you trusted in your government mm. to secure a sensible <laughs> negotiation. And everyone keeps going like, oh, no, it's going to be done. It's going to be done. Well, give Farage the job then. Yeah. Go on, let, let's, let's... He's not... the one who's been most vocal about the fact that he reckons he could have done it by now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see you do that. that I mean, that, that would have been fascinating, seeing he doesn't stick around long enough in European Parliament to do anything. We'd oh, have watched the man You see that video? Like he just yeah. did his little gambit and then fucked off. Yeah. He he's actively been sabotaging us as a country for all the years he's been an MVP, yeah. making friends with all his nationalist buddies who have only joined the, the, the EU as, as as MEPs. It's like some kind of like masterful prank. So you get all these right wing nationalist groups going, oh, it's really funny. I'm going to join. I'm going I'm to be, be an MEP and I'm just going to sit there and smoke fags and like <laughs> you know throw paper planes at the teacher. Yeah, you know, Farage is a. Trickster who wants you to think he's one thing when he is actually the complete opposite. Oh, if no, you ever some... see him challenged without being dragged away by his entourage, you will see him lose a lot of arguments. Oh, but feel I... free to look that up on YouTube. He, he loses a lot, a lot, a lot of arguments relating to Brexit specifically. The thing is, Chris, the thing is, go on, John. I enjoy, I'm holding in my hand right now mm. a can of Jamaican. Oh, no, let's call it not Jamaican beer, but good English stout. Oh. I'm enjoying an English beer, oh. and when I see Nigel Farage in his tweed jacket, and he's mm. and holding he's, a pint, and he likes a pint, doesn't he? He's he one does. of the lags. He, he needs to maybe loosen his collar a bit. But <laughs> I imagine when the cameras, you know that when Krusty films the uh, Krusty Burger ad, <laughs> and he eats a bit, and he goes, mm, and then the cameras stop rolling, spits <laughs> it out. It's poison. <laughs> yeah, but it's like he speaks to me. He's a man of the people. Yeah, didn't he work in investment banking? Um, he definitely has a hell of a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of the people are on private jets as well, aren't they? That's oh, indeed. The thing. A yes. lot of the people are on the on same the... private jet that he hires to go yeah. uh, back and forth to Brussels. These, these single-seater, so, uh, one-man capacity private jets that he flies. Yeah, yeah. But he's, uh, I mean, he's, uh, he's a member of Parliament, isn't he, Nigel Farage? Yeah. No. Wait. No. Wait. Yeah. He's, no. Wait. He's yeah. not. No. No. So you're saying like he's he's never actually been elected. As he, unbelievable. I think, I think he might be no one. Hmm. <laughs> it's almost like he had a very peculiar axe to grind. I mean, like, look at Nigel Farage and he's like, oh yeah, immigration. I'm like, Nigel, when did you last con- when did you last converse with anybody who isn't white? Like, <laughs> Nigel, really? Has he like, a German <laughs> wife as well? Yeah. Yeah, he does. There's a good clip of him I saw that he's on the, this was quite a few years ago, he's on the street and he's just being interviewed and someone in the background goes, racists, homophobes and he goes oh I don't think we're homophobes <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like oh my life oh you wanted for that Nigel but that's a big thing isn't it like, oh I don't think I like just don't think as well I better check the matter first uh, it's a big thing about like oh we're not racists no what you actually mean is you're not a you're not a loud racist what you mean is that you're very polite in your racism yeah or if, if, or if we're not talking racism let's call it xenophobia which is very much mm. like I, I just like you're running, but the entire principle is like the outside is weird and scary, and you know they don't boil all their food. They occasionally use butter, you know. And we're like, despite oh. the fact that like for tens of years we've been part of the EU, mm. and we've all, all of us in this room, and practically everyone I've ever spoken to has travelled to various places or many, many places in Europe. 
Like it's, we know it's fine. We yeah. know it's great. That's going to about to become a lot harder. That's going to be way harder. But we'll yeah. have blue passports. That'd be good. Thank fuck for that. They were talking to those some, iconic uh, blue passports. Give a fuck. They were interviewing some uh, British expats who live in Spain, and they were saying like, well, "How do you feel like when you know?" And they're like, "Oh, we voted to leave the EU." And they're like, "Yeah, but you know, you'll lose your EU health card, the card that guarantees you free yep. healthcare coverage." Yep. And we're like, "Oh, we'll just have to pay for it, won't we?" Like, yeah, you will. Yeah. Like, yeah, when you yeah. break your hip. Like, some, no, I bet you'll love it then. <laughs> some of the clips you see on the news, I make the mistake of watching the news sometimes, yeah. are absolutely terrifying. Like, they do vox pops with average Joe, and one guy I saw was interviewed, and they go, oh, what do you think about uh, Brexit and the potential for all these disasters to happen simultaneously? <laughs> and he and he just goes, oh, I think we could do with going out for a while, make people appreciate what we used to have. <laughs> Wait, ah! Wait, you're pro what the EU used to give us, and you, ah! and you think that the best course of action is to kick us out so we'll appreciate it more. We can't get it back. We won't get it back. We'll okay. never get it back. If we go now, we'll never get back what we had. There's no vehicle possibility or chance in fucking hell that we will ever, because they would make an example of us if we tried. That yeah. was broadcast on the six o'clock news. I, I, this goes, I mean, it's like, oh yeah, we've got to have, we have to have both sides of the argument. It's like, you know, and here's... Uh, I was thinking that, like, the three of us are all in complete agreement. We we have to have both sides of the argument. Oh, uh, you know, here's here's Florence from the uh, Institute of Study. She's, uh, you know, she's uh, (laughs) Professor Economics. She's been working on this for years. What do you think? I think this is terrible for the economy. That's great. Here's Nigel. He's pissed off and he's from Doncaster. What do you think? (laughs) Well, it's a bloody disgrace. I mean, I can't get a job as a as a whatever I used to do. Or we're, whatever. We're, we're just going to dig for victory. I don't have a garden, Nigel. It's well, like, you know, it's funny oh, that after we leave, going to detonate my garden. The people who moan that they can't get any jobs—they never doctors, are they? Amazing that. <laughs> the thing is, say it. Say it happens. Like say. That's gonna happen. And, and, and look, we're we're doing this now as like three exasperated people who voted. Lost, and this is now out of our control. Remote it's very much out of our control. So all we have is moaning. Mm. Like literally, all we have. That's that's our currency, and I'll continue to do it. Yeah, mm. don't expect me to go quietly into the night. Just you know. It, so right. okay, but all we have is to moan. So it's completely out, out out of our control. It happens. Brexit happens. We wake up at some point, and we've left the EU. Will these people be happy? I wonder. What's going to change? Are we all just going to wake up and suddenly feel more British? Like, we're suddenly just going to go, oh, oh, yes, go. Oh, they were I'm right. not sure what feeling British is now. Shame. I don't well, know if I want it, even if we can work out what it is. But this country's a bit shit. Yes. <laughs> any, any weather that's not fiercely mild, and it's like, oh, the schools are shut, the trains are out of service, <laughs> shut everything down. Leave. But it's like, what... If, if you'd asked me that like 10 years ago, I would have said that like one of the greatest qualities of Britain is our self-effacing, like jokey, like we know we're not even that. We anymore. know we're not important. Sardonic, yeah. Like, self, yeah. We can laugh at ourselves. As I said in a previous episode, everyone's so we can't laugh. tight now. We can't laugh at ourselves now, especially about this. Yeah, even though the entire world is laughing at us. Yeah. Oh, and they are. Yeah. Like, like um, Ali's dad lives in France and he's over right now. And uh, I said, is there anything I can take to the podcast tonight? He was like, that France is laughing at you. Yeah, I was like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. that'll do. <laughs> and this is where, this is when you start getting this dangerous talk. Like when Theresa May starts going, like, oh, if you're not a citizen of Britain, you're a citizen of nowhere, or uh, no. you know, we need. To I be... almost am a citizen of nowhere. To be yeah, honest, if this happens, we will be in a couple of weeks. We need to be patriotic. We need to pull together. We and... never, never need to be patriotic. It's such an ugly word. I Fuck really, that. it really bugs oh, me. Yeah, I don't like that word anymore. Because if you've not lived on every, if you've not lived in every country on the planet, how can you statistically say which is the best? Exactly. You know, I, why, and also, why would you ever want to? Yeah. Why would you ever want to? Let's say you did visit every fucking country in the world, and then it's like, now I have to do it. Do you? Why do you have to say which country is the best? Why does it matter yeah. which one is the best? Why? And even then, it's just your opinion. Yeah, so shut up. Why, like, why do I have to hate yeah, somebody? everyone else. Yeah, why is it like me against the world? I don't get it. And it's just like, Patriotism oh. is one of the ugliest things we have as a species. Why did we get so insecure? Like yeah. what went what, what went it's wrong insecurity. where we had to try and reclaim some kind of golden yesterday that didn't really exist? Ooh, that was good, John. That was poetic. Well, I just today. like yeah, the fifties were great, but also a lot of polio. You know, <laughs> so like, polio. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be good, isn't it? Get yeah. polio back. Oh, rickets! Can't wait to get polio. Oh, that's new passports and polio. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> lads. The thing is, like, the the daft thing is, is that like if you moan and look look at us, we're all a bunch of liberal 
so-and-so is having a moan about all this. But, like, we, if we... thing is, we're not, like, hippie jam fest liberals. We're... I feel we I'm live... a bit of a hippie jam fest. Well, all right. Yeah, we, live, we live fairly stably in the real world. Yeah, we understand what's necessary. I enjoy Jamaican lager every Yes, now and well, then. there yeah. it is. How dare you join Unspecified <laughs> stripe. But when, when, when we sit around and go like, oh, okay, you're just some, you know, liberal, you know, Yahoo or whatever. Like, what do you, what do you love about the EU? You're saying the EU's perfect. I'm like, no, well, no. Obviously not. But it's a massive trading block. And why wouldn't you want to be part of it? Mm. And, be, and the beauty, and yeah, if we're part of it, we get a vote. Yeah. on these things since when has not working together been the best option yeah. since when in history has that ever been the best way to go because congratulations you hate the eu now we're no longer a part of it have no say on what they do and we're at the mercy of and their... it still will affect us it yes. doesn't matter how much of a non-member we are it's still to affect every aspect of our trading lives it's astonishing Absolutely. i can't get my head honestly i can't get my head around it which is i, I feel like we're going to be here in a year, honestly, I do, and in the next year, I year think that's more that, likely. I think maybe the rest of our lives will be defined by this. The thing is, they want—they've asked for an extension now. Yes, for three months, I think, which is yes. just ahead of the next EU vote. Yes. Yeah. So they obviously want to be out by then. That's the plan. They don't want to be. I can't see it happening because I can't see any scenario in which we'll be ready in three months or something will be agreed in three months. And I think this is why a lot of the blame has to be laid on the door of uh, Theresa May. Mm. Sure, I should probably say I'm not massively impressed with Labour actually how they've been oh, acting no. about this as well but like Corbyn as much as um, when he came into sort of yeah, a, a, posi- of- a position of power his ideology I think won a lot of people over which is cool yeah but he's not very good he's been awful it just, opposition he, every day at the moment he keeps doing something that just makes him look stupider and stupider like he do- he's got no interest in actually taking this country forward. That's how it appears to me anyway. He's yeah. got no interest in doing it. He's just trying to be obstructive to a degree. It's yeah. just so mad that we have an opposition which isn't actually opposing. opposing. Yeah. That's a crazy no, it's, thing. No, it's, it's, They're kind of basically just saying we would we would do the same thing but we'd just do it better. Yeah. It's like, it's like it, how? Yeah, if you got the job tomorrow, Corbyn, you would not do no. any better than Theresa. But it's like, Theresa May, it's like, it's all coming out now and everyone's saying like, by all accounts, she's an awful... Uh, negotiator, like the last person on the planet you'd want to be negotiating. She, she comes with. across very awkward. Well, it's like I, to be fair, I haven't been in a room with her negotiating, which is always what I'm going to like. Well, it, it's like, out, but but, it, but it's why I I actually don't have any sympathy for her. I don't have any sympathy because because like people are saying like by all accounts, her idea of being strong, her idea of being decisive is to never compromise. Mm. When in reality. Everything about life is compromise. Yeah. That's not how negotiation works. Yeah. Fundamentally, it is compromise. You offer 60 quid for a cow. They go, I want 100 quid. You have to change your offer now. Yeah. That's how 80. it works. I'd go 80, I think. Or you meet well, at that point. At that point, I'd go you 80. You try and meet people yeah. halfway. I want 90. So they're saying that even... 82. You've got it. Cow is yours. Yes. <laughs> but even now, it's like... I don't want it. So she, she went back to the... She's gone back to the EU... And she said, I would like an extension. Now, by EU uh, kind of rules, there are two ways to ask for an extension. The first one is to ask for a short extension. Sure. So you go like, look, we've decided what we want to do. We're in utter agreement. We want to leave the EU. Uh, we just need like a month to maybe set, deep. set up a new website, oh, you know, yeah. uh, create a new scamp, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, oh, just, the Brexit stamp. Yeah, die, just, die, die oh, the, yeah. the Brexit pound. The Brexit, was it the Brexit £10 note? Yeah. They're going to release a special edition £10 note. There's just a meme of this kid talking to his dad going, Daddy, can I hold the Brexit £10 note, please? <laughs> well, there's just an explosion in the background. <laughs> no, son, we need the linen for bandages. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and, and the other extension is, to, and the other one is to go, we need a long extension mm. because uh, the process hasn't really worked. We need a do-over. That's basically like, you can go, look, we haven't, we have no consensus. Do-over? Yeah, so it's we... It's taken us years to get to this yeah, point. Yeah, but the, those are the options. So okay. imagine, imagine a repeat of the last two years. Yeah, Imagine. it'd be astonishing. I, think I genuinely think there'd be damage if that happened. I can't see at the moment a scenario where we're not going round in circles, round and round and round, doing the same thing again and again. Say Theresa May resigns. We'll start all over again with another prime minister negotiating their deal. Then that'll get rejected by parliament. Then eventually they'll get frustrated and resign. And we'll start all over again. 
If it sounds boring me saying it, imagine living it for the next <laughs> ten years. But she didn't even do that right. Because mm. she went back to them and was like, we need a short extension because we are in 100% agreement and we just need to sort out technicalities. Yeah, but we're not. But we're not. And the EU are like, look, we watch television. Like, <laughs> we, we know We not. know what's happening in Britain. So they've gone back to her and they've said, look, we'll give you until the 22nd of May. But if you stay any longer than that, you have to hold MEP elections. Mm. Yeah. And then, you're in again. and then she comes back and gives a statement to go to hold elections for members of the European Parliament would be a great betrayal of the will of the people who voted decisively to leave the EU. Let's wheel that one out again. But I'm like, Theresa, we're still in the EU until we leave. Yeah. Like, we, we, we have, have to, to play, act. We have to play by those rules. We have to, because we're in it. Why I we sort of th- want to see that happen to see if Farage goes for it. That would be fantastic. And tries to get re-elected, because they'll be like... Why are you being re- trying to get re-elected to the European Parliament? I want a paycheck! Yeah. Okay, can we talk about possibly the best outcome when Brexit finally happens? If it happens, at least Nigel Farage will be out of a job. Yeah, true. There's yeah. nothing for him to talk about anymore. Like, And literally, he won't be a member of the European Parliament anymore. No, he can't be that, and he has no soapbox to stand on and no cause to, to shout about anymore. I'm at a point... Maybe he'll be start shouting about going back in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at a point where it's like, if we're going to leave, just leave. I've had enough. I yeah. was at that point like a year yeah, ago. Yeah, I've like, just had enough of it. Yeah, because we have to acknowledge we're, we're moaning from a position of futility. Like, we, we yeah, had we our know, say. We know that. And we, we do know, we're yeah. moaning because, like you say, it would be a crime to do nothing. But we're not moaning in the sense that we think that our moaning will change the minds of, no. of the parliament. Like, I, ex- I accepted that result unwillingly days after it was it was made clear to us all mm. like i had to accept it yeah but accepting it and not fucking talking about it and not shouting my opinions about it are two very very different things and i can do both of those things and i will mm. and if you haven't liked us moaning for the last hour welcome to episode 32 of a show called hates <laughs> <laughs> it's rare that it gets so real and yet it's been it's been fewer laughs this one yeah i've got um i've got quite a funny uh little little piece of uh What's the word? Writing. Oh. Some words, if you will. Writing. Oh. Which I, which I, uh, which I uh, discovered. Ali showed to me, and it's it's sorting Brexit. It solves it. Oh, that'll be good. Do you want to do you want to hear this? Yeah, oh, I'd oh, love go to. On. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So here's how we reunite the country. One, no second referendum. Two, everyone has to apply for a ration card. Great. However, you must apply for a leave or remain card before the end of March. In the event of any shortages, those with remain cards will go to the front of any queues for food and medicine, etc. In return, all us Remainers shut up and stop moaning, as we'll be fine, because we'll be in the front of those queues. The Brexiters have nothing to worry about, as they all believe we'll be fine anyway. So everyone's happy. But here's the catch. If fewer than 50% of people apply for leave cards, the government revokes Article 50 on the 20th Mm. of March. So you have to be honest about which way you voted, because otherwise we're leaving. So if you did vote to leave, you go get your leave ration card, and you'll just be at the back of the queue, because there's nothing to worry about. You'll be fine. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Done. That would be that would sort the wheat from the chaff. So if this it? petition petition doesn't work out, I say we vote for that. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, cool. Or just, you know, at least a, a can opener. So yeah. I can work my way through Maybe the oil can the thing is a ration card. <laughs> civilization. <laughs> a ration card sounds like a free piece of paper and I'm gonna need everything I can get. Like, oh <laughs> man, yeah. If only just <laughs> just to stop the bleeding. Yeah. Kindling, you know, gonna yeah. gonna need well, I'm gonna be wallpaper in my house with ten pound notes before too long. So. Oh, it's just project fear, isn't it? <laughs> it's project that's just project fear. They turn them to plastic just as we'd need them to wallpaper our oh, living rooms. Oh my god, it's like they knew. Bastards. Mm. What's well, it been fun? It's been fine. I hope. <laughs> I could, I could, I could go on, but I, but I, 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 could, I could go on forever. I could keep talking about. Yeah, this. I think there's more we could say, but at the end of the day, I think it's, you know, you and I just sat in a pub, John, the day after the referendum, thinking, "Oh my life, this is a disaster." It can't, and can't possibly get any worse. We sat in the same pub last Thursday, <laughs> and we, and we both said, "I can't believe it's been this bad." We, we we thought it'd be bad, and it's been even worse. It's genuinely been so much worse than I thought than it would en- be. Anybody could have imagined. And I voted to stay. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 powerful stuff, isn't it? I mean, and as you say, like you're at that point where you're like, okay, look, we lost. If you're gonna leave, just leave. Yeah. A- and frankly, pains me to say it, the best option is May's deal. Deal. It is. Yeah. That is the best thing we have. Because yeah. because it's 
it's our terrible situation and we have to protect Ireland. Yeah. And to do anything else makes us the bad guy. We have to have a deal and we have to have a deal that protects Ireland and various other basic human yeah. right based things. <laughs> because it turns out there's this amazing system we were plugged into which allowed food, medicine, <laughs> services to instantly travel, not instantly, but to travel from one country to another country with no border checks because we're all governed by the same health rules. Who the fucking thought? So then of no deal, suddenly... Beef, all that lovely British beef will be piling up in a traffic jam from Dover <laughs> to Downing Street. Uh, Remember that glorious summer where the whole country smelled like burning cow corpses? Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't need to remember it anymore because it's on its way. It's back, kids. Sign up. But what's really important is we'll all just feel better about ourselves. Yeah. Sovereignty. Oh, man. I hope sovereignty comes with uh, all the essential vitamins and minerals we need because I'm going to need as much as I can get after this. I'm just going to eat coal. Do we still have coal? Uh, no. What Tha- I... Thatcher shut down the coal <sighs> industry. What am I going to use for teeth? <laughs> gummy bears. Diamonds. Can we still get gummy bears? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know what we can get anymore. Um, I don't know what the rules are. This has been a, a non-party broadcast from the people at a show called Hey. After the event. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still listening to this in the chat, this will, this will exist print. somewhere in the ether once the country is burned down. Yeah. This, yeah. This will be the national anthem. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, like, we'll probably get by. We probably will. Everything will probably just limp along, but we'll have, I'll find it a little harder to look in the mirror. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. See you next week.